The Jaguars have a huge game in Houston. Huge for us, not so big for them. It's crossover time with my man, John Hickman from Locked On Texans, and me, Tony Wiggins, Locked On Jay. You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Thursday Crossover Edition from the AFC South with me, Tony Wiggins, the host of the Locked On Jaguars podcast, and John Hickman, one of the two hosts of the Locked On Texans podcast. Just to let you know, this is Prize Picks Crossover Thursday, and Crossover Thursday is presented by our friends at Prize Picks. Prize Picks is so much fun, and it's easy to play. No competing with other players, just you versus the projections available. Pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on your entry. It can literally take less than 60 seconds to enter. It's that easy. We love prize picks. We know you will, too. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with the promo code Locked On. That's prizepicks.com, promo code Locked On. We thank you for making us your first listen and reminding you that we are free on all platforms wherever you get your podcast. Come on, take this whooping, John. What's going on, man? Come on, man. We're going to get this whooping. I told y'all. I, I told y'all I got two podcasts, two crossovers for the last two weeks of the season. Power. I told y'all about my Jaguars. And uh, if anybody doesn't know, uh, for about two years, I got antagonized by the Houston Texans. Uh because I thought that we would dig ourselves out of a hole that we never dug ourselves out of until this year. So you go ahead, man. I'm going to give you the floor for a minute. Introduce yourself and tell us what you got to talk about today. Well, Jags fans out there, I am John Hickman, one half of the Locked on Texas podcast. Listen, man, Wig and I did a show before the season started, and it was uh, just a, a couple of guys that represent the AFC South. Wig, and if you remember, I was asked about what well, we always asked about the AFC South quarterbacks, including Ryan Tannehill, Matt, Matt Ryan. Uh, well, we don't know if it's Matt Ryan or, you know, right. Sam Elliger, everybody, Carousel, including Davis Mills, Jeff Driscoll, you know, everything's going on with the Houston Texans and including the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, we we talk football. We've talked football in person and we've talked football in the past three years via podcast. Right. I think the realest thing I ever said in conversation with you or while you were around was I don't think that when we look at Lawrence and not Lawrence Taylor, Trevor Lawrence, that he will be in the same car as the rest of these quarterbacks in this division. And that was speaking to how will we rank them? And I said, listen, guys, I think a lot of people try to write them off too early because that's the climate we live in. But I think Trevor Lawrence is going to be superior in terms of the rest of these quarterbacks in the division. And I think on, you know, not only this Sunday, but next week and the past few weeks, we've seen that Jags team be good because of the playmaking ability, the passing precision of Trevor Lawrence, man. He's dissecting plays quickly. Now, when we look at our biggest stories here in Houston, I don't even think it has anything to do with the actual game. J.J. White retiring. No. Even though he's an Arizona Cardinal <clears throat> For the past two seasons, he is the Houston Texan greatest franchise player of all time. And so that's one of our biggest stories. But I think what can affect, you know, maybe Saturday and for the rest of the year and 
we look at the future with Houston, you know, bidding for the Bryce Young or CJ Stroud sweepstakes. Laramie Tunsil wants to become the highest paid left tackle in the NFL. And so I think that's important to look at. He has had one of the better tackle seasons this year. PFF has ranked him as one of the, I think, top two or three left tackles in the league this year. Stonewall multiple of the top sack or tackle for loss guys this year. He's made everybody's job difficult. And so I'm you know, interested and curious to see whether or not Nick Casario, who I think is on thin ice, gets that deal done in the offseason simply because whether it's CJ, whether it's Bryce Young or wherever they may do in the draft, they will address the quarterback situation. No doubt about it. But no quarterback, no young quarterback, especially the likes of Bryce Young, is going to want to come to a team that can't protect them. So – those are our biggest storylines, and uh, you know, honestly, I, I, I look forward to this game because I just think Trevor Lawrence is going to finally get y'all that dub that y'all missing for the past few seasons. All right, so look, let me first of all give you credit because you did say that about Trevor Lawrence, right? And I ain't gonna sit here and be all petty, act like I don't remember. No, you want to. Uh, no, no, of course I do. But but I got enough ammunition already, so I don't, I don't have to make nothing up. So I, I, you did say that, and I'll give you credit for it. Now, let me get to <laughs> the big story. But let me <laughs> – big story is we got a game to play because we even, even though the winner of the game the following week that we play against the Titans is automatic AFC South champion, they need to win this game for one, momentum, and two, there's an outside chance that if they win this game and lose that game against the Titans, that they can still somehow make it as a wild card. I don't know the crazy scenarios. So that being said, those are biggest storylines. But the biggest storyline of this crossover is this. You sound like me. And I'm going to tell you why you sound like me. Because you sound like me the last three years, late in the season. I asked you what the biggest storylines of the game you talking about the all season. You talking about <laughs> quarterback. You talking about adding Laramie. Talk. You talking about a dude that don't even play for your team no more. So I look, man. I I feel you, because usually this time of year, that's the stuff I'm talking about. I ain't talking about nothing that's going on right now because ain't nothing going on right now. Usually relevant to the franchise, and we y'all unpacked it in, man. And it's you know I'm just I, I look. I'm just I, I'm trying not to give you a hard time, but. I was listening to you talk about the biggest storylines. I say, look at my brother. My brother talking. My brother talking about next year. He ain't even talking it's, about this week. It's tough. I, I will say that when we look at this game, this is a game that I don't expect Houston to lay down in. The past few games, Houston defensively has fought teeth and nail to be competitive. Uh, overtime game with Kansas City Chiefs, that goes down to the wire. Uh, it takes Dak Prescott on a last-minute drive to score to beat the Texans. And if it wasn't for the offense showing some type of fight, they beat the Browns. Remember, the defense didn't allow an offensive touchdown. Like So the defense has been playing phenomenally well under Lovey Smith, who I also believe he needs to rack up these wins as well. Uh, we, we've heard all of the outside noise, and here in Houston, we've heard a lot of the internal noise of whether or not he'll be back next year, again, going to the offseason. But for Lovey Smith, the offseason off and the determination of what's going to happen really starts in the next two weeks. He's already started just evaluating what he can do. 
We've seen the defense get better because the defense has gotten healthier. That's one key that I don't think a lot of people are looking at. Defensively for Houston, letting Kamu Gugier Hill go and trusting the rookie linebacker, Christian Harris. Every game he's gotten better, the other linebackers around him has gotten better. right? And Malik Collins, he's been playing some dominant football up front for the Houston Texans as a defensive tackle. So everybody else on the defensive line has been playing better. Shout out to Ogbo, Okawankwo. But we look at the progression of some of these rookies right now, and it's hard not to look at a Christian Harris who has really elevated this team defensively. And then Jalen Petrie, I think a future all-pro safety, has been playing phenomenal football for Houston in the past couple of weeks after hitting a rookie wall. So, I mean, I look at that game, and I will say that I will and I do expect Houston defensively to make this difficult on Trevor Lawrence. Uh, I think they will, man. They've been able to get after – quarterbacks they've been able to turn over the ball consistently that is a trend and i don't think it'll stop on sunday all right cool so we're going to talk about the uh key matchups uh, i'll give you some of mine versus some of the things that you just said and then you can also tell me about the offense i'll do that in just a second uh, on this prize picks thursday crossover here with locked on texas and locked on jags but first i have to let you know that this episode is brought to you by audible audible is releasing a slate of new football podcasts that we're sure you're going to love. That's why you'll be able to find an episode from the league available as as a bonus episode on Locked On NFL. Now, narrated by Super Bowl champion and legendary smack talker Rich Richard Sherman, you remember Crabtree, that Richard mm-hmm. Sherman, and sports broadcaster and rising star Taylor Rooks, who's one of my favorites. The league is an eight-part docu-series about the most bizarre, inspirational, and unlikely stories connected to America's favorite sport, pro football. Each story offers equal parts history, entertainment, and social commentary. And there's nothing I love more than the people who played the game to talk about the game in a way that you've never seen it. Head over to Locked On NFL for a bonus episode of The League or catch the full series wherever you get your podcast available now. Audible, get in the game. And we are in the game here on the crossover edition sponsored by Prize Picks with John Hickman of Locked On Texans and Tony Wiggins here for Locked On Jaguars. All right, keys, key matchups and keys to victory. Big matchups, keys to victory. For me, the Jaguars have to play turnover-free football. Mm-hmm. And along with playing turnover-free fo- football, that means that they also – have to be mentally prepared and not thinking ahead. So the matchup is probably one that is within themselves. They have to understand, John, and we talk about this a lot. I don't care what a team's record is. Those are NFL players out there. Those are guys that were high school All-Americans. A lot of them were either college All-Americans or all-conference players, and they get a check. They will play you and beat you if you don't come out with your A game. And we've seen Houston play very well over the last three weeks. So the Jaguars first must come out of the locker room and not, uh, be in their feelings about worrying about next week. They have to focus on what's in front of them, and that is a Houston Texans team that's going to play extremely hard. I think offensively, no turnovers, and make sure that they convert third downs to control the clock and give themselves an opportunity to get some points in the red zone and keep Houston's offense on the sideline, and more more importantly, keep Houston's defense on the field and 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 get fatigued and then try to make sure that late in the game they're able to run the ball when they want to and when they have to to seal the victory. Yeah, man, Trevor Etienne, 
nearly five yards per carry. Uh, you know, that's that's tough. That's going to be a tough task for Houston that has allowed backup running backs to go for nearly 170 yards this year. But if I look at a matchup that I'm kind of worried about, I go to the wide receiver position, it's not necessarily uh, Christian Kirk, man. Zay Jones has kind of been on fire for y'all. I mean, not the last game. I think he only had like 14 yards or something like that. But go back 109, 77, 18, 145, and in that four-game stretch, four touchdowns. So he's getting to the end zone uh, and helping the Jacksonville Jaguars put points on the board. So I look at a Desmond King, Tremont Smith. You know, I look at the back end guys, Jalen Petrie, in between of Graylin Arnold and uh, not Eric Murray, but Jonathan Owens. This is a tough task for those guys to make sure that offensively the Jacksonville Jaguars are not able to get in a passing groove, right? And I think that they've had some, you know, good opportunity to play against some of the top quarterbacks in the league, Dak, you know, uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes, who is in the MVP discussion right now. So this is a time where you could use what you've learned by playing the elites and try to use it against a quarterback, a young quarterback, a young good quarterback in Trevor Lawrence to force him to make those, say it with me, Mistakes and those turnovers. Houston does not have a chance to win this game if they don't get turnovers. Why do I saying that? It's not necessarily for the confidence for the defense, which normally it is, and it still will be. But for Houston, this isn't an offense that you can expect to go from 20 to zero. The 20-yard line, 25-yard lines on kickoff, and then go all the way down to the end zone. This ain't that type of offense. It ain't that type of party. For Houston, they need to get those turnovers to put their offense in better field position. If Houston doesn't have good field position, I see this being a difficult game for the Houston Texans against the Jacksonville Jaguars. They got to get those turnovers. And then lastly, Lovey Smith versus Doug Peterson, right? These two guys have been around football. Listen, if, if I could combine the years – that they've been around football, mm-hmm. that gray around your chin that you make look cool. Yeah. Would, I don't know what type of gray they would put together, but Lovey's and that age, it'll be a whole yeah. lot older, man, because they've been around the game for so long. So they know a lot of small, different things. And in the last couple of weeks, we've seen Lovey Smith switch it up, what he's been doing early in the year, trying to get more pressure against the quarterback. Well, Doug, not Doug Marone, Doug Peterson, he ain't no dummy. He's going to find ways to protect his quarterback. And allow him to get into a Florida game. So I want to see how these two coaching matchups is going to play out as well. No doubt about it. Um, defensively for Jacksonville, I hope to see the return of Trayvon Walker. He's missed two games with a high ankle sprain. Uh, and continued growth and development of their depth. They're going to play Calevon Chase on a lot more. A Houston native, by the way, coming home. They're going to play him a lot more because Dewan Smoot is out for the year uh, with an injury. So it's just going to be uh, them having a chance to have a warm-up game and, and one where they're going to uh, – they also elevated uh, the defensive tackle led better from the practice squad. And what that's going to do is that's going to give them a chance to before the Titans game to get their rotation down because they, they keep losing people to injury and they have to make sure that they can figure it out. Now, no Damian Pierce is going to make it a little easier in the running game. But as long as Brandon Cooks is on the field with the history that the Jaguars have of having problems with Brandon Cooks, uh, I'm going to find him. Every single time they come out of the huddle, I'm going to find him and say, y'all need to make sure that he does not get loose and get these big plays because he's known for doing that against Jacksonville. 
So that's what I'm looking forward to with the defense. We're going to uh, get into uh, – we're going to wrap it up. We're going to get into key uh, – well, we did key predictions. We're going to get into uh, the score, uh, predictions of who we think is going to win. And uh, if he's up for a score, I'm up for one. I think uh, y'all know who I think is going to win the game. But they haven't beaten them in a long time, so the Jaguars haven't beaten the Houston Texans in a long time. Uh, but we'll be uh, giving you segment three here in just a second on Locked On Jaguars and Locked On Texans. Before we do that, guys, I want to let you know about Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting information, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from pro football to college bowl season to basketball. They even had some action for the World Cup. They've got you covered and everything over at betonline.net. If you love sports podcasts like the Locked On Jags and the Locked On Texans, you can find those over at BetOnline as well. Always the fastest and easiest way to find your betting information. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more information with BetOnline because that is where the game starts. And also this holiday season, did you know that driving under the influence of marijuana is illegal. That's right. Driving high could get you a DUI. And if you're wondering if law enforcement can tell if you're driving high, well, everyone else in your life can. Your friends can tell, your coworkers can tell, even your parents can tell. So what makes you think the law enforcement can't tell as well? Well, they can. If you feel different, you drive different, drive high, get a DUI paid for by NHTSA. All right, third and final segment here on Locked On Jaguars, Locked On Texans crossovers, sponsored by prizepicks.com. I'm going to remind you guys, too, to check out the Locked On Today podcast with Locked On Sports Today podcast with my man Peter Bukowski. Big stories from all around the world of sports, and he will give it to you in less than 30 minutes and use local experts to give you all the information you need about what is going on around the world of sports. Make sure you find the Locked On Today Sports Podcast. Like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Um, to wrap it up, we discussed the biggest storylines in the game. And the biggest storylines is you guys are already mentally checked out and, and headed to the offseason like, like we ha- have done here. Traditionally, uh, historically. So often. Right. And our storylines is the Jaguars can't look ahead. They have to make sure that they – give themselves the opportunity to, to have every scenario work in their favor with playoffs. And plus they need to keep momentum. The key matchups is I want to keep the Texans defense on the field all day. And for you, you're concerned a little bit about the passing game and the wide receivers. And you mentioned Zay Jones. So he didn't have a big week last week. What he's done is Zay Jones had big week, off week, big week, off week. Last year, last week it was off week. So now, now, every time he has off week, too, I always tweet out that next time my wife sees Zay Jones, he's going to catch them hands because she gets sick and tired of number seven dropping balls on his bad week. But I'm going to say the Jaguars are going to win the game. I'm going to say it's going to be a fight, though, and I'm going to give the Jaguars a – how about Jacksonville 22, Houston 14? One possession. Yeah, I like that. 22-14, I think the Jaguars kick five field goals and score one touchdown. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. Uh, I don't want to give a number. I think it will be a one-possession game, and I think that the one-possession game will 
be won in that fourth quarter. Um, I just I'm, I'm seeing a different Houston Texan team that a lot of people wanted to see early in the year, including myself. They are fighting more, mm-hmm. and it doesn't look like they're out there just to play football for a check. Um, this is a team that Houston has over the last few seasons been dominant over. Um, this is a different team from when we saw them early in the year when Houston got their first and up until last week only win. Uh, Trevor Lawrence has looked that much better. So I see this being a one-possession game. I could see maybe a, uh, a 13-20, 13-21 type of game. Jacksonville taking it away. I agree with you. I am not going to argue with you about that. We both agree. We agreed early in the year that Trevor Lawrence would be a good quarterback. We now agree that um, Jacksonville is going to win. It's it's a different feeling for us, but I had a feeling, bro. I just had a feeling that Doug Peterson having that that leader here would make a tremendous amount of difference. And now I think Doug and Trevor are going to be joined to hit for the next 12 to 15 years. And Yeah, that, no, I, I apologize. Go ahead. I was going to say, yeah, no, so a lot of people may look at this and say, what, what type of person? Why aren't you doing more for the Texans? Well, I, I live in reality. I have the reality stone if you're a Marvel fan, and I understand what's going on right now. But I really, truly want to see Trevor Lawrence be a part of that next pinnacle of great quarterbacks in the NFL at one time. We have Pat Mahomes. We have Justin Herbert. We have Joe Burrow. We have Lamar Jackson. I, I don't know how young of a quarterback we can consider Dak, but you know this season coming off injury, we have Dak Prescott. I think that for the ASC South, who has had Peyton Manning in this division, yeah, the, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, it's time to replicate it. And fortunately, it's not going to happen in Indy. It's happening for one of the younger, I think the second or third youngest franchises in the league with Jacksonville. Yeah, we're pretty young. Well, less I think twenty-seven years. So, yeah. so is it? I think it's Jacksonville, the Panthers, and Houston. Yeah, well, Jacksonville and the Panthers came in together, and you're right. Houston is is new. Okay, right. so it's it's good to see this franchise and technically Cleveland because Baltimore left Cleveland. You know what I mean? So, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah, you're right. But it's good to see this franchise get a quarterback like Trevor Lawrence, and I'm one of those guys that just loves good football, good football players, and I can't look myself in the mirror and say Trevor Lawrence hasn't been a good football player. His numbers in the last seven games are crazy. Yeah. And 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 Jacksonville, they've his his play has justified their Christian Kirk contract. Right. Yeah, thousand, yard, a, thousand, yeah. thousand yards. And and then I thought that was a ridiculous contract when it went down, but it has justified it. Zay Jones, you know, he's nearly 800 yards and five touchdowns. They're both going to go over a thousand yards, I believe, this year. So yeah, the contracts even though we know it's a lot of monopoly money at the end of those contracts. Uh, I think Christian Kirk is going to get $36 million the first two years. And uh, he's going to probably end up re- renegotiating the back end of that. So all folks saw was $72 million yeah. and they kind of went crazy, but it's been fun, man. We'll see about the game. Uh, I know Thank I y'all don't... for coach Dana, by the way, he's, he's been great for us here in Houston. That's yeah. one thing I say y'all bless us with. Yeah, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. We appreciate that. Uh, last week, somebody said uh, when, uh, when we beat Dallas, Philadelphia sent our coaches $800 worth of cheesesteaks. And then when you guys beat the Houston Texans the other day, somebody said, what are we sending the Texans? I said, we're going to send them these hands next yeah, Sunday. I yeah, so, I saw it. <laughs> so yeah, like, I saw it. 
All right, man. Make sure you guys make sure you uh, check out Locked On Jaguars and Locked On Texas to make us your first listen. And uh, every single day, a reminder you we're free on all platforms. With John Hickman at Locked On Texans, Tony Wiggins for Locked On Jaguars, and PrizePicks.com, who's our sponsor today. We'll see you guys take care of each other. We'll see you next time. Before we go, real quick, Evan Ingram has helped lead my fantasy team to the championship. That's one thing else I'm grateful for. Why you mentioned the fantasy football and I lost both semifinal games last week. Well, you know what? Sometimes yeah. it's good for me to be on the up and up. Y'all on the up and up in real life. Right, I'm right, on right. Up and up over y'all in fantasy. So I got shout you. out to Evan Ingram. I got you. Well, good luck to you in your fantasy game, brother.